just like one's neck, pussy, or crack, we're back. Well, yeah. Yeah. Have, okay. Yeah. I, I felt like... <laughs> Just heard a wow from outside the, outside the door here. An especially foul start to this well, recording. Yeah, got to you. Brayden. Oh, no, my microphone is adjusting. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I tried to... Okay. Brayden, yeah. I feel like it's been ages mm-hmm. since we've seen each other. We It has been quite a while, actually. Uh, I know we talked about it on the previous episodes that we had stockpiled, but we really got ahead of ourselves, had a lot in the hopper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now... To- I have to upload this one that we're recording right now tonight. <laughs> yeah, otherwise we will be late. We're back to our frantic schedule. Uh, it's the holiday we, we never, season. We, we never have a, a steady break here. No. We, we always have either we're way ahead or almost behind. It's going to be great when we get like super ahead of schedule again. And yeah. we're like, Happy New Year to you and yours. But people are like listening to the episode in June. Being like, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, yeah. But it is it is the holiday season. It is. Just had Thanksgiving. Mm. Christmas season is upon us. Mm -hmm. And I would like to say this before we get going with the hate that is coming on these two episodes, I'm sure. Well, maybe mix a little hate on this one. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I bumped into several fans of the podcast recently at independent wrestling shows Mm. uh, at St. Louis Anarchy. uh, Yep, I've run into a couple there, too. And uh, just want to say... Thank you, guys. It is awesome to know that it's not just our close circle of friends that yeah. listen to the show. We did say that it was just our close circle of friends a couple episodes ago, but it's good to know that that's not right. the case. Like, when, when strangers or people that I just recognize as being fans from you know other places come up and they're like, man, I love the podcast or whatever, that's awesome. It also makes me retroactively afraid of things that I may have said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Oh, no. I'm going to be held accountable for my actions? Uh, mm-hmm. but no, we thank you. We're going to keep this bus going 55. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you. Oh, my we're phone thankful. Oh, the phone went off. Yes. It's a Christmas miracle. It's great. I've only ever been held accountable one time and I still stand by my statement. <laughs> I still stand I... by my statement. I do not want to do phone in orders. That is it. Okay, that's that's fair. Also, I just like the phrase, I've only been held accountable one time. That kind of makes it seem like you've just gotten away with shit for your entire <laughs> life. Like, I meant about the show. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Guys, we're recording two episodes tonight. I'm actually going to hold off on the alcohol for just a little bit. I need some that's sugar. That's This is the first episode. Yeah. That you are not drinking alcohol of some sort. I'm going to get there as soon as I finish. I, 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 we've, I've got a cherry Coke here for when we ring the bell. Mm-hmm. I am, and I need to put this as directly and precisely as I possibly can, fucking exhausted. <laughs> uh, you actually I, texted me about possibly just saying fuck it and doing the episode late and recording tomorrow night. Yeah. Which I would have been fine with. But. but then I was like, no, no, we owe it to you. People, <laughs> the people, to put out this free podcast in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, like my my mood and my motivation just shifts. Yeah, constantly. So like I'm like okay, I'm starting a new routine because my my gym's been remodeling, mm-hmm. right? Well, they're done now, so the locker rooms have full on showers in them, and they're nice. Hell yeah! And it's across the parking lot from my job. So instead of driving back and forth in the morning and getting up super early, I'm like, I'll take my work clothes in a bag, 
I'll go work out, take a shower, get dressed, go to work on time, fresh as a daisy, ready to attack the day. Got to. Got to. I did, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I got up early. I worked out so hard. Look at me. I'm so big. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Slipped into Vader there for a second. Yeah. Uh, went to work, and I'm just, I'm full of food. Yeah. Like, when we're done recording this, I am going to go into not even a sleep, but a stasis. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to have a little bit of sugar and a little bit of caffeine, which I need to get into. So can we ring that yeah, opening let's, bell? let's do that. You already... Yep. yep. You already kind of got into the a bit of the shoot interview part of mm-hmm. the uh, episodes. But, yes. Well, so, after you, because you said you, you need to shoot, cowboy. I do. So, for a long while... PC parts have been super expensive for right. whatever the fuck reason. I don't care. I bet you I could find out why, but I don't care. I really don't care. They're fucking expensive. They've Thanks skyrocketed. Maybe. Um, this PC, when I got it built, was shortly after the, the PC we started this podcast with mm. broke, mm-hmm. so I desperately needed it. And unfortunately, I did not have my graphics card yet. That's what... That's what makes the graphics possible. <laughs> yes. It's quite important. And my brother's like, you know what, I just upgraded mine, I have this one sitting around, you can use this one for now. Great. Well, then the shit went to the fan, and <laughs> and PC parts, the, the one that I wanted, I was going to splurge a little bit for a graphics card, the one I wanted was like four or $500. Okay. It is now over $1,000 for that Jesus. same one. Jesus. I can't, I can't do that. No. Um, this is, a, is there, a, a, this is an already been used graphics card, so it was kind of loud when I got it. Is there a, uh, like a, a junkyard or a scrapyard for PCs where you can go just kind of like pawing around looking for, that's, that's the trash, isn't it? That's just called the trash? Probably the trash. Sounds like the it's trash. the trash. But anyway, so this one was loud when I got it, and the fan, I know you can hear it. Yeah. Is grinding I, so fucking loud. I cannot recall who it was, but I did once have somebody asking about the podcast if I needed to replace the ceiling fan in the uh, uh, glorious guest room studio recording booth session place. Uh, and I had to explain, no, no, that's that's the computer. Mm-hmm. My graphics card, for those of you wondering, is fucking awful. <laughs> it is so loud, especially now... If I play anything that is more intense graphically than Minecraft, which is not very intense... No, even I know that. Mm-hmm. It will fucking get hot and start yelling at me. It hollers at me. Right now, it's moaning. It's like, oh, this is a little too much work right now. <laughs> it stays cool, though. <laughs> at home, I keep the glass. I bring the glass out. Sure. So that I can occasionally touch the graphics card just to make sure that it's not... Kane... <laughs> like it's, I know so little about computers <laughs> that like knowing that this is possible, because it sounds like, like, when I was a kid and like computers were still like a new thing and not every home had them or whatever, all people would say was shit that was like outdated, uh, terminology for them. Would be like, don't leave that thing plugged in all night; it'll get hot. Where it's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, it's not a <laughs> curling iron. Yeah, you know. Uh, so now knowing that this like oh it's under a lot of stress from this game so it's loud and hot it's like it's weird for me just because I'm like it's a computer not a 
fucking riding lawnmower or something. <laughs> like, So, I've toyed around with the idea of genuinely, because yes. it is... One of the fans on the graphics card has two. One of them is down to three blades. Uh-huh. The other one is only missing one. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that's fucking hollering. So yes. I know that there's going to be more broken ones coming somehow. Let it holler at you. Here's the thing, man. Whenever it's not on, I will spin the fan. No noise. Ooh. I don't know what the fuck is wrong. You got a bearing going out there. Maybe. But I've literally toyed around with the idea of taking a loan out to get a graphics card. Because they're so expensive right now. It's depressing. It is. It's awful. Do you have a credit card? I might get one of them soon. I've actually talked to my mom about that. Dude, yeah, with APR like that, you could just fucking die. <laughs> but for the Debt's small... Debt's cheap right now, too. <laughs> for the small amount of computer people out there, if I get a graphics card, if I take a loan out or get a credit card to p- fucking pay off for a graphics card, I'm going to get a 3080. I'm going to all the fucking way, not quite to a 3090, because I use it for more for gaming. Mm. 3090s are more for, like, fucking utility. I'm getting a 3080. I'm just going to get the most bonkers, powerful <laughs> graphics card, and hopefully it'll last me 10 years. I don't give a fuck. You'll never have to hear that fan sound again. Just us and our illustrious voices. It vibrates my desk. Jesus. It's annoying. Good God. I am now noticing that the computer has a sticker on the side of it that says if you're reading this the bitch fell off you don't really need that but uh, <laughs> just it's, it's so frustrating anything else you need to shoot about or? um uh work's been pretty cool that's good <laughs> um same i got actually i got sent home early on black friday because we were that slow that's could not odd. believe it yeah I got a random half a day off. That's neat. City was working on a water line, so we had to shut down for half a day. I was like, "I'll." That's fine. Yeah, I'll you take it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Otherwise, not much to report there. Yeah. Uh, you got anything for the undercard? I have watched so little wrestling. <laughs> it's amazing. Besides. What I've watched for this, nothing. <laughs> I, I've been keeping up on the old AEW. It's mm. mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, I know that sometimes I don't do this segment that I believe might have been my idea correctly, but uh, started watching The Sopranos from the get-go, mm-hmm. a show where uh, a, a gangster wrestles with his sense of morality. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, this show fucking rules. Um, you know what? I did see some clips of the MJF CM Punk promo battle. Yeah. Yeah, that was that yeah. was pretty good. Okay. This, this may be... I don't know where in the show this would fit, but I got, I got a little something I want to fucking bitch about. All right. And here's the thing. I, I think sometimes, like... You ever heard the phrase Rage Watch... Yeah, or like yeah, you know what I mean. You tune you tune into something that you know you're gonna hate. Yeah, sure. That, uh, next episode. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, 
I I don't like to do that, honestly. As weird as it sounds, yeah. like, if I'm not doing it for the purposes of this show or something, I don't like to do that. Yeah. But I think that what I've come up with as a, as a replacement is rage reading comments on Facebook, which okay. is okay. just so infuriating. And sometimes, dude, I think that electric vehicles are interesting. Yeah. And I like reading reviews and watching videos about these new electric vehicles that are coming out. Mm-hmm. The comments on any of them, regardless of brand, are some of the most inane, <laughs> stupid... Where I want to be like, you people shouldn't be allowed to drive anything <laughs> because of how fucking stupid you are. Yeah. I, I read one about the fucking... Uh, there's an electric Hummer coming out. Hummer EV. Okay. The, this thing, the base price is like $90,000, right? This is like an, an elitist fucking thing. Yeah. Now, it's a crazy vehicle. There's all kinds of weird, like, it, the, the wheels can pivot sideways, so you can, in a sense, crab walk. Okay, here's my question. Sure. Why? <laughs> Why not? But, like, <laughs> okay. all make right, parallel that's... parking easy? I don't fuck, like, you know what I mean? Okay, now, that, that is a good application. There's all kinds of just insane technology available on it, right? Yeah. In one of the commercials for it, the people that are riding around in the vehicle are wearing masks. Don't care. I don't know if this was a, a, a mandate for their where they were at, if it was a GM thing. I couldn't give a fuck less. People in the comments are saying things like, I would have bought this until I saw y'all driving around wearing masks while you're in the car. That's so stupid. I'm like, you I don't have $90,000. Yeah, I bet you anything you, that guy, who the, uh, the guy who last, latches on to whether or not someone is wearing a mask... Right. does not have $90,000. Of course not. None of them do. And I'm like, none of you shit stains have 90 grand. Yeah. Two, even if you did, you weren't going to buy a fucking electric Hummer in the first place. Mm-hmm. Also, they've, they've already sold out. Like, they're now making them, like, to order. Yeah. So, you weren't going to get one, no matter what those assholes in that commercial were wearing, you fucking mooks. Also, the, the masks is not... The point of the commercial. No! That who is a, could care? It's not even a detail about the commercial. It's just... And they're not even saying, like, mask up and drive a Hummer. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not, it, the masks have nothing to do with the idea of the commercial. <laughs> yes. uh, I watched... Uh, God damn it. I, same thing. Uh, Ford's coming out with an electric truck, right? Mm-hmm. Guy... And they, they promote... It can tow, like, 10,000 pounds or something insane. Yeah. Comments. Well, I want to know how far down the range on it goes before it needs charge if you're towing something that big. Of course it goes down, you fucking ass. Gas mileage goes down if you're towing a fucking boat, you moron. What do you think? That's physics. Yeah. Like, you weren't going to buy this in the first place, Carl. Shut your fucking cock holster. (laughs) Uh, Carl. Also, Mm. along the same line, now shifting gears to what we're actually here to talk about, wrestling. Anytime that I see a good clip of of WWE, AEW, whatever, and I start reading comments, yeah, holy shit! Like, I I I love wrestling fans. I I truly do. But good lord, so many of them are just asses, dumbest asses. Uh, the the fucking because uh, you mentioned it, the MJF CM Punk thing. Yeah, the amount of people that are like. I think AEW should just talk about their own show and leave WWE out of their mouths, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, WWE lives rent-free in your head. You stupid fucks. Like, I, we literally have ECW-released VHS tapes in this house, and on the back of the VHS cassette, it says at the top of the, you know, listing or whatever you want to call it, move over, WCW, move over, WWF, ECW is here. That's on there. 
products packaging. Nobody cared. And I bet you, those same people who are like, AEW should stop worrying about WWE, keep WWE out of their mouth, that's the same people who saw Edge's promo on The Miz yes. and said something about, oh, that's a good burn. It brought up yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Because, it's the same fucking dude. troglodytes. It's the same people who are like, oh man, I love Bret Hart. Yeah, remember when he stood in the ring and spelled WCW with his fingers? Maybe he should have just not acknowledged that. Like, in my my view on this, because I did want to actually get in, get in on this, like sure. them mentioning each other, even yes. if not by name. I uh, mean, he did say Miz, yeah, which was kind of fucking insane. But why is this not better? This I is don't know. Competition. This shows that they. This is I. Competition in wrestling is good. It is. It's un, it's unquestionably good. And like, don't you think that the show that acknowledges that there's another major wrestling company out there might be doing it a little bit better, or maybe even nuanced, than the one that says, this is our own universe. We yeah. have zombies. Like, oh my god. It's just weird to me where I'm like, why is that, the, like, also, imagine if that was the case. If it was just that they never mentioned WWE at all, in mm-hmm. any capacity. But, like, you have people who go there. Yeah. From, like, it doesn't make, it, it's so stupid. How about this, though? The Attitude Era was full of them taking digs at each other. Have you ever seen any of the old uh, commercials that the Fed made to make fun of WCW? I'm, I don't think I've seen those, but I... I'm... It's it's bonkers. They... they The Huckster. They have oh, all these, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the I've Nacho Man, and they're, all, they're like, well, we were old back in the 80s, but now we're even older. And it's like... They're, you know what I mean? Bi- uh, uh, fuck, uh, Billionaire Ted. That's what it was called. Yeah. Billionaire Ted sketches. They are... Parroting their own workers who left to go somewhere else. By the way, and this is this is. Oh my god! It is so fucking stupid to me that people talk shit about them mentioning the other person when this is all over. Thumbs up for the Attitude Era. The Attitude Era, the best yes, era in wrestling. Right. That's what they did all the time. All the time. All, th- all three of them. Yeah, all three of them. Like Jerry Lawler. It stands for extremely crappy wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, WCW had Oklahoma that was a character that was just a troll of JR. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's not even a fucking draw. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... so stupid. That and it's like... But, God forbid that happened now. I know. That and it's the like... exact same things. Keep WWE's name out your mouth. Why? Fuck them. We had this conversation a couple months Fuck ago. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. We had this conversation a couple months ago. About how it's interesting that we're sort of getting a bit of what the Attitude Era was now. And we had the idea, yeah. we had the conversation about whether or not social media would make a would make a huge difference in how it plays out. Yeah. I hate the fact that social media exists now. Now that I'm seeing oh, what awful. it is. Yeah. Like, for the, no one can just be a fan. No. You have to pick a side. And like, I think that like, to be a fan, I, I like the idea, like, you can be critical. I have no problem with that whatsoever. In fact, I think that more fans should be critical of the stuff that they watch. Correct. And if you get to a point where you genuinely don't enjoy it, just stop fucking watching it, man. Like, I I do not watch the WWE product really at all anymore. I, I think yeah. the past couple weeks I've come home on a Monday night, I don't even know if Raw has been on. Like, usually Meg will turn it on just for background noise or yeah. to loosely follow RK-Bro or something. Mm-hmm. I can't even Which tell. I've heard you. That's great, right? I'm, yeah, what I've seen is, I, I, 
I follow Simon Miller's takes on WWE more yeah. than I follow the actual product at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it's just like, I don't like it, so, you know, I, and it's, and that's fine. You're not telling people who like WWE that they're, like, if idiot. you get, if you get something out of that show, good for you, man. You have won. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't. <laughs> There's nothing there really for me. Like, I'll watch a pay-per-view, you know, yeah. if, if I'm up for it. Like, but Royal Rumble, always. Uh, yeah, I'm watching the fucking Rumble. I'm watching the Rumble. I'm watching Mania. I'm watching SummerSlam. Yeah. And, and you know, I didn't for me at this watch point, SummerSlam this, this year. You know what? I never even finished it. Now that I think about it, I think I watched, like, the first third, and I never even... I, I didn't even watch uh, Cena and Roman. Really? Yeah. Mm. I'm sure it was good. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Um... I, did I have anything else? Uh, I don't know. It feels good just to be back to doing this. I really do feel yeah. like it's... It, it seems... I know it's only been like a month, maybe, tops. Uh, if that. Because I think the last time we were... Oh, by the way, real quick, I just want to address something. The last episode that came out was our Scooby-Doo watch-along. Yeah. And in that, I said, we are doing the other Scooby-Doo thing tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, you've probably figured it out by now. That didn't happen. Plans um, change. We will. Yeah. I, I do think we should at some point do that. I, I I'm, will. That will be on that. the fuckboard. Yes. Yes. We were planning on doing that the next morning. What even happened? Oh, we just, we just decided didn't get not. Up. We just didn't to. get up. Yeah. Just decided not to. Uh, also, uh, God damn it, I can't remember his name now, and that's going to make me feel real bad. Uh, had a fan at Anarchy who was talking to me about the podcast bring up an excellent idea. Okay. For a future episode, we watched the last ever Nitro. Hmm. But we also watched the episode of Raw from the same night because they did the simulcast mm. at one point where it's the same thing and it has the full, uh, the name on the contract is McMahon, but it's Shane McMahon type mm. of thing, you know. Okay. Uh, and because I think we've covered so much from 01, that would be a good one to do. Fair enough. So, yeah, we'll do, I almost, but like, I, in order to get more mileage plus... Hmm. Let's make that like a two-part thing because I don't want to watch five hours of wrestling for one episode. Oh God, no! I was uh, I was expecting it to be a two-parter. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, just making sure we're on the same boat there. Um, we're actually on different boats. I think I'm on a dinghy. <laughs> I think you are on a gondola. <laughs> That's the Venice Beach, or not Venice Beach? <laughs> God damn it! Imagine a gondola at Venice Beach. Amazing. Amazing guys, just like tossing around in the waves while bodybuilders are getting big. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, man, I, I don't know why I, I, made a I boat fucked joke. that up so bad. Yeah. Got, but I am thinking of the right thing, right? The guy yeah, stands yeah. in the boat with a stick. Yeah. But yeah. not not in <laughs> not in Venice not, Beach. No, no. Oh my god, amazing. Uh. Have we talked about what we're talking about today yet? No, guys. Today's a first. It is a first. It is a first. I can't believe we haven't <laughs> we haven't hyped up what we're watching at all. And it's We've a first. specifically not allowed Connor to be here for this specific first. Yep. Mm-hmm. Only to anger and besmirch him. Uh, I know Connor's listening right now because we are his top <laughs> podcast on Spotify, dude. I, I okay. I gotta come clean. Okay. This is our show, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I can freely tell people, yeah, I've got a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. This was not my top podcast this year. 
And uh, not mm. only that, it wasn't in the second place either because I'm a fucking horrible person. Third. Our show got third. Wow. What was yours? Wow. This? I don't even have a, a Spotify account. What the... What? Don't... What do you mean? I listen on, on Apple Podcasts and I pay for my music. There was a condescending tone. Well, because I give artists more money for the music that they work really hard to make than you do. I pay for Spotify Premium. Yeah, well, streaming services give them pennies compared to me. So Yeah, I don't listen to a lot of the stuff on Spotify, though, so... Yeah, so... There you go. Uh... I don't look down on people who have Spotify. I just... <laughs> I'm too lazy to get Spotify. Let me put it to you that way. Uh, anyway, so Connor's not here. Guys, this is our first ever venture to TNA Town. Yeah. We've been to WWE City. Oh, God. We've been to the hills of Mid-South. Mm-hmm. We've been to the mountains of Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Today. We've been to the valleys of WCW. Oh, the deepest pits. We've been to the abyss that is WCW. Today, we're going straight to TNA Berg. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, we are covering Total Nonstop Action Unbreakable 2005. Um, So, before we get into this show, I... little backstory here. Okay. At this point in my life, I am... This is August of 2005. I'm like... I'm... Do math, do math, do math. 21. Mm -hmm. I'm still just all into the rest... Like, maximum fan... Right? Like, I think we talked about before, like, Rumble 2000, I'm, like, at my peak team fan. I'm still a peak young man fan here, right? Yeah. Uh, me and my friend Alex Castle, at this point, we watched... Because at this point, you could only get WWF pay-per-views and TNA pay-per-views. Because WCW was long gone. Yeah. We watched all of them. We would get together at his house twice a month, watch these pay-per-views, grill steaks, and Got just you. watch wrestling. Yeah. So... We had gotten into TNA uh, earlier in 2005, you know, because I remember seeing, like, Joe's debut and such. So we watched this show live, and I remember loving it, just being, like, all in, right? Yeah. Then, fast forward, I never rewatched the show. Okay. <laughs> I have rewatched the main event. Okay, yeah. Ten or twelve times, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Had never rewatched the show. Interesting. So, when I went back for this, it was very much a, huh? For, <laughs> for a lot of it. Like, there was some stuff that I did clearly remember. Yeah. Um, and also, at one point, I had a, I think it was like a Best of the X Division DVD, mm. where they chronicled the feud between Joe, Daniels, and AJ. Okay. And so, like, they touched back on this match, and, you know... All this other stuff, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I do remember this. This was great." So this was kind of my, f- you know, yeah, first time really. I have seen this main event. Um, I was gonna say, I think I'm we watched it one with night, right? Who, yeah. yeah, I watched it with you, of course. Um, so this does, in fact, fall in line with my original format. Oh, okay. That okay. I have seen one match on this show and not the rest of it. So it's good to be back. We've gone full circle. So, good Creed album. Give me like 15 seconds, because now I'm all hopped up on Cherry Coke. I'm going to get a beverage, but trust me, 
I've planned ahead. Okay, I'm scared. I don't know what planning ahead. I'm planning ahead is, is is about. But anyway, so yeah, we're gonna be talking about TNA Unbreakable 2005. I watched this with Dakota. Told him he would not be here when we're recording, so it's just an extra fuck you to my brother. Uh, for no reason, really. But, um, anyway, yeah. Guys, I'm back. Uh, oh, real quick, by the way, before we get heavy into the show, see, I planned ahead. Got me a silo. Mm. This is going to carry me through. Um, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> before we get too far in, I actually do want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Review Review. Yes. Because... Um, this is something I wanted to talk about earlier, but I'm only now remembering. Mm. I am very hesitant to get into new things. Yeah. But then once I get going, I can't stop. Mm-hmm. I think we've touched on the addictive personality on here before. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. So I've known that our friends uh, Bucky, Cole, and Troy have their own review review podcast. I've known this for a long time. Yeah. Had never actually listened to it. Mm-hmm. Fired it up a couple days ago. Loving it. Just so sawing through it, it's going so backwards. Good. And because it's all movie shit, and because they're friends, I am screaming in my car, both from laughter and at them. <laughs> like, I yeah. know Bucky's a big movie guy, and like me and him will talk stuff about movies every so often. Yeah. And now I'm constantly just, like, in the car, like, no! No, no, no! <laughs> at, but, like, out of love. Yeah. Uh, I yes, I've check out Review Review. To, yeah, Review Review... I think we've tried to spell it before. I got it. Okay. R-E-V-I-E-W space R-E-V-U-E. Yeah. Yeah. Strangely enough, the second review is the one that I knew. I couldn't remember if it was I-E or E-I. Gotcha. But anyway, I I have listened to it before. I'm not a big movie guy. You know that. That's kind of a running theme we have here. So I've listened to all their wrestling ones, including The Wrestler. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. That's, that's got to be just that's a dream. That's way far back, but it's okay. awesome. They just recently did Con Air, and that mm. was one where I was like, fuck yes. Hell yeah, man. That movie, to me, is the, all the trash aspects of the 90s mm. that I love. Trash pecs. Trash pecs. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Trash pecs. Okay. Yeah. Trash pecs. Uh, all the trash pecs of the 90s that I love just shoved into one awesome hour and 40 minute Nicolas Cage running sprint of a film. Mm. Uh, anyways. Are we ready to get to this Let's uh, Let's deal? get to this, yes. TNA Unbreakable 2005. Mm. I'm doing my damnedest to do that voiceover guy. Well, he's not even the one at the beginning. Are you sure? Yeah. Because they show him in one of the video packages. Yeah, that's later. Okay, okay. The first okay. one sounds like Norm MacDonald at the beginning of the world. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Here's um, the story of two men who bravely yes. gone where two men never went before. That's right, because like, it's that's the, what it sounds like. And I'm like, is this? But that guy is doing a Howard Cosell impersonation. <laughs> but I know. it does it does I'm sound like, a little Norm Macdonaldish. What is happening? It's I literally played both of them for Dakota, just the beginning parts, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh my god, it's the same person." You are completely you are completely correct. Uh, also. I know that they're doing this as a parody because, oh, this was, actually, this wasn't August. This was September 11th of Whoa. 2005. That's why at the beginning of it, there's a, a text that comes up that says, this is dedicated to the unbreakable spirit of the American people. Because mm. I was like, what the fuck? Now I remember. So, yes, 21 years old, probably starting to drink, uh, 
eating steaks, Stop, watching wait, this with on. my friend. Sorry? <laughs> there was, uh, I went through probably like a 10 month period when I was 21 or 22 where I didn't drink at all. Okay. Didn't enjoy it. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, okay. September 11th, 2005. The opening video package is, is like a parody of like Monday Night Football because I'm assuming football season was in yeah. full swing. Yeah, it did. It had the. I swear right. to God, it had the same football theme. It does. It yeah. does. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, small tie-in with Monty Brown. We're going to talk Monty Brown later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just welcome today, wrestling fans, to an unprecedented extravaganza. Also. That's an awful impression, but like... This is the story of Bill Delaney <laughs> and Scott Henderson. Uh, it's very strange to me because in 2005, the guy doing a Howard Cosell impersonation is a very dated bit. Mm-hmm. Like, the Simpsons were doing Howard Cosell impressions in 95, <laughs> and even then it was a little out of touch. Yeah. Uh, okay, so anyways... Uh, did you notice the ad for Gretchen Wilson on the ring skirts? Yeah, Dakota pointed it out because he loves it for some reason. I don't even remember why, but he pointed it out to me. So now, does yes. he love Gretchen Wilson, that I song, or just know. that they're advertising her? I don't know. You'd have to ask mm. him. But, uh... So my first note here just says, in general, let's talk TNA. Yeah? Now, I want to talk TNA pre-being rebadged as Impact. Okay. When it was TNA. Total non-stop action wrestling. Mm-hmm. I loved TNA for a few short but glorious years. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, I really feel like they're doing a lot of the dumb shit that WCW did. And I just stopped watching. Yeah. But like when they got their original uh, one-hour TV spot on Spike... I was fucking, you know, let's fucking go. Hog is up. Hog was up. Rod and dude, is solid. I want to find some of those original ones because, like, we've talked about how, like, you know, your late 90s, early 2000s Raw, when it was two hours, how much shit they'd shove into a two-hour show. Mm-hmm. They used to cram seemingly a month of shit <laughs> into less than 60 minutes on Spike TV. Yeah. The first match ever on that show was AJ versus Roddy. And I think it's legit, like, two and a half minutes long, and AJ gets all of his shit in. I love it. Rod is there to base, bump, feed, and die, and that's <laughs> it. Like Base, bump, feed, and die. But, like, did love you it. have any So I, I only I only had a connection with TNA post-shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um... The earliest connection I have with TNA is the clips of Brian and Vinny running through everything in 2009, which mm-hmm. is pro- possibly the peak or the lowest point of the trench as right. far as just dumb booking the, decisions. The, the peak of the trench? Yeah, yeah. See, I was out by then, so yeah. Um, I absolutely love hearing them talk about all the dumb shit that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as me watching TNA... I, d- I never really... I didn't get into it that much. That was right. more a, of a Dakota thing. I would watch it alongside him sometimes. We were, in fact, um, watching live when we first saw Broken Matt Hardy. Okay. So I do have that much. Okay. But uh, 
the first time I ever saw anything from this, uh, I was at my dad's and I'm scrolling through the guide on on the Dish Network thing, and I was at the like rent a movie thing, right? Yeah. And I saw uh, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, and I was like, "What the? Huh?" So like I clicked on it, but it was the thing where they would just play the same like twelve or fifteen minute highlight. Yeah. Videos, like a, a compilation of highlight videos for yeah. shit. Not even like hyping matches because I don't think they had that. I think the pay-per-view was like the next day. This would have been like a Saturday afternoon or something. And I saw the six-sided ring and I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I'd never seen one before yeah. or even heard of one. So I was like, what the shit is this? And then I saw Abyss. Mm. And I was like, who the fuck is this big Foley and Kane hybrid motherfucker? What the shit? <laughs> So then I was like, wait, I, I watched that thing on loop. Like, it's probably about 15 minutes worth of footage. I think I watched it for an hour. And I was just like, who the fuck are these people? Like, I recognized, like, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. And I think, like, Ken, they were showing, like, Ken Shamrock. Oh, okay. And, um... Oh, fuck, I wrestled, uh, recognized, um... R-Truth, because mm. he had already been K-Quick in WWF. Mm. And I was like... I, I was just, like, blown away. I was like, I have no idea what this is, who these people are. This six-sided ring thing is fucking with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, just wild stuff. So. Wild, 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 stuff. wild, wild stuff. Really wild big shoe. Stuff. No, he can hit. At that price point, he can hit. <laughs> hey! Um, so, this <laughs> opening set... He can't hit. He can't you hit. You said he could. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 at that yeah. price point. Right. This uh, opening match, we got six-man tag, mm-hmm. Diamonds in the Rough, featuring Elix Skipper, one of uh, Matt Cage's trainers. Um, oh. Yeah. Elix Skipper, David Young, forgotten indie guy, uh, ECW, ECW alumni. <laughs> try that again. God damn. ECW. ECW, uh, ECW alumni, Simon Diamond. Yep. Against three live crew, mm-hmm. team of Ron the Truth Killings, you may know him as our Truth, Conan, and BG James, aka the Road Dog. Now, first and foremost, mm-hmm. fuck Conan. Mm-hmm. Secondly, our mm-hmm. Truth is the same age, <laughs> dude. It's unbelievable. He and looks the exact same. He moves the same. Mm-hmm. He he will survive anything that the world can throw <laughs> at us. Yeah. Like, I, I I think the COVID vaccines are made from his blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. So, one of the things I noticed about this, though, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, Three Life Crew, this was stupid. I didn't like it. Mm. And I think one of the reasons I didn't like it is in... Their respective companies and tag teams prior, Conan and Road Dog filled the same role, so then them together in a group or team, I didn't like. Okay. Okay, Road Dog paired with Bill Gunn. Yeah. Gigantic supreme athlete man. Not the best on the mic. Mm -hmm. There you go. Conan paired with guys like Hooventude, Ray, uh, Psychosis, you know, a lot of the Lucha guys. Supreme awesome athletes. Not that good on the mic. That's why you have Conan. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Okay? Oh, LA, where are my dogs at? Viva La Raza. Like, 
they're doing the yeah. same. They're filling the same role. So then, when you had them together, I was kind of like, I don't. Well, need you're them. just emphasizing how good neither of them are in ring, especially when you put them with our truth, who is great in yeah, ring, great. and this is 16 years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck BG James is my next note. Yeah. Uh, Dakota had a, had an interesting point here. <laughs> we were watching this match, and he does his weird, stupid fucking shimmy into I whatever the, the fuck I, I that love is. that dance, but go on. I think you're wrong. It's he funny. does it. And Dakota just says, BG James somehow went too far for an elbow and not far enough for a knee drop. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked up that bad. Um, I... I hate a mid-ring collision. I hate it. I got a so fucking note about that too. Much. The noggin knocker thing where you knock heads. It just makes you I look hate like it. a fucking idiot. It looks exactly the same as a shoulder tackle. It does make you look like an idiot. What were you trying to do? And they did this all the time in the nineties. It's I'm the glad worst I'm decade. so glad shut your dirty <laughs> fucking mouth. You shut the fuck up. Uh, but I, I I was like, dude, fuck this. Uh my first note on the match I think says Conan blows Donkey Dong. Yeah. <laughs> Whacking head spots look like a tackle. Who throws it? Conan throws his shoe at some point. Uh, I don't know. It might be when I wrote down Conan is a terrorist. Yeah. I don't remember why. I also wrote down Conan is offensive. <laughs> I really did. His front roll clothesline. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> that's That's one of those moves where I'm like, I don't like it. Someone could make it look... Like, good, I still wouldn't like it. Yeah, that's fair. I used to get angry with my friends in high school that liked Conan. Ugh. I used to get angry with my friends in high school that liked Road Dog. Yeah. One of my one of my best friends in high school, his favorite wrestler was Road Dog, and I, that, I and he's I, dead now, right? I screamed at him, <laughs> screamed at him. We were at our job together. We were we were working at Arby's together. Yeah, and he told me this. I stopped what I was doing. Customers in the building and <laughs> screamed at him. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, <laughs> then this motherfucker doubles down. And what? it's just like, no man, he's so awesome. The shaky knee drop and whatever. And I go, that motherfucker doesn't do shit. I know his fucking promo. Like, people in the building listening to me just scream at this guy. Uh, God. Fucking... <laughs> I actually thought this match was fine, except for Conan. Ron Killings did nothing, and he's the best in the match. Absolutely. He did absolutely nothing. David Young got a spinebuster in. That was his thing. Sure. He was he was the messiah of the spinebuster before Roderick was the messiah of the backbreaker. Mm. Which isn't as good, because there's so many backbreakers and only one spinebuster. Yeah, yeah. It's better to be the messiah to a move that has infinite variations. Of course. Which, uh, I mean, there are different... Does it actually make sense, buster, But What? What do you mean? To be the messiah of a move? Doesn't that mean that, like, you die for it? Well, don't think about it too much. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, this match went 4 minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. 4.20. Fine, I'll put it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Dakota kept feeding me times for these matches, and I was like, "Keep doing." I dig that. that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I actually good. on the next show, I did. I I googled the times for each match too. Oh, I, I've got some shit on the next show that's gonna just shatter your central nervous system. 
At least uh, my brain isn't feeble this time. <laughs> no. It's really offensive to me. <laughs> makes me feel bad. Makes me feel poorly. Uh, Mike Tanay is dressed as though he just got off the clock at Red Lobster. Okay. <laughs> His yeah. fucking outfit. Yeah. Um, bounce! Mm-hmm. You got us a little promo here from one Montague Brown. Let's talk Monty Brown. I don't know very much about him. Dude, Except he should for... have been the fucking guy for TNA. Um, what's his, what's his, his, uh, Fed theme? Watch me do what, what I, I do. do. Yeah. What was his name? Shit. I, uh, Marcus Corvon. Marcus Corvon, that's right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't have very much experience with Monty Brown. I dude, know he's okay. pretty good. He was, he was homegrown, he was the first, and at this point seemingly only homegrown TNA guy. Hmm. Because he had played in the NFL, mm. mm-hmm. leaves whatever, is a lifetime wrestling fan, st- somehow gets in with Jeff Jarrett. They train him at uh, BCW up in Canada with Scott Demore, uh, yeah. Scott Demore, who trained a good portion of the fucking TNA roster. Petey Williams, Chris Saban, Alex Shelley, fuck ton of them. Um, well, that's and a they're using resume. Him. Yeah, they're using him, and it's the thing where they would constantly push him at the top of the card. A lot of times, he's in tag matches, specifically like on this show, with more experienced guys. And it's like, okay, we're, ma- we're he's going to be our homegrown fucking guy. He's got the look. He can- his promos were pretty fucking good. Like yeah. they're very '90s rock ish or whatever. Fair enough, yeah. They still work. The alpha male thing was cool. I liked the fucking him wiping the sweat off on the ropes thing or whatever. He called the ring the Serengeti. Yeah. And the pounce! You know, like... Tell you what, I hate that as a finish. I hate it. He made it fucking work. I don't think he did. Oh, disagree. But then here's where they... This is... Of all the great follies of TNA, right? Yeah. They never put the belt on him. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they start signing other guys. You know, your Christian... Uh, your Christian Cages, your Angles, and everything else. He was already gone by that point. Yeah. By the time Angle came in, I think. And it's like, dude, like, what more do you... Like, he was your fucking guy. He was checking every fucking category. Mm-hmm. And just, no, no. The NWA wasn't ready for you to be world champion yet, Monty. It's like, shut the fuck up. And then he goes to the Fed, has a lackluster run, and now he's a personal trainer. Fair enough. Well... So, that's that. Uh, Yeah. Austin Aries versus Roderick Strong. Yeah. Hell yeah. I dug it. Yeah. Uh, I liked that they said, because I kind of remember this, they put out a thing, hey, these are some of the top independent stars, who do you want to see? Yeah. This is how we got this, or whatever. Uh, I think they kind of had a little bit of a working relationship with Ring of Honor. That makes sense. I think at this point, Aries and Roddy would have been ROH tag champs. Oh, okay. So that's why there's there's a Ring of Honor chant during this. Mm. Uh, their team name, group name, or whatever was Generation Next. There's a slight Generation Next chant at the beginning. Mm. Um, it kind of fucks with the continuity of Ring of Honor a little bit. <laughs> Just because, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, your tag champs are fighting on this pay-per-view, but I don't... Th- you know what I mean? Whatever. Well, it People could be an it. exhibition match. Sure. Um, I liked it. Eight minute sprint. They were fucking cooking. Yeah, big time. I felt like the match was more for Aries. Like, I think it was aged and structured more for him. Yeah, that's probably fair. But I think yeah. that that's because they were more interested in him at that time than Roddy. Mm-hmm. Roddy looks 15 years old here. <laughs> he sure does. He Holy sure shit. does. 
Uh, yeah, I dug it. So then we had a segment or whatever. Uh, I don't even remember what it was, but Bill Gunn, the whole time, so we got, sounded like he was reading cue cards. We got Shane Douglas in the back interviewing Monty Brown, who's wearing a shirt of some sort thing that I said, I made a note that says, who shot the couch? Um, <laughs> then in comes Bill, who yeah. very much is seemingly reading cue cards. Dude, he is not, there's no emotion hey, behind those. why are you out there challenging Jeff Jarrett for his spot? That's Jeff Jarrett's spot. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> if, you're, yeah. if Jeff Jarrett's not on the screen, you should be asking, where's Jeff Jarrett? Mm-hmm. And the whole time, yeah. Just what is it? Shane Douglas? Yeah. Couldn't think of his name. The whole time, he looks like he just stumbled upon a murder. He's like, <laughs> God. What do you think of this? <laughs> Big sell on it. I like it, Dude. but it just looks like he is. <laughs> he just walked into a storage container with blood all over the walls. <laughs> yeah. Uh,. God. So then we've got this fucking tag match. Mm-hmm. And my notes here, my first note just says, what a bizarre match. So Bill Gunn, who is at this point Kip James with his yep. knockoff Bill Gunn theme music here. <laughs> um, yeah. Bill Gunn and Montague Brown against... Montague? <laughs> Montavious Brown um, against Baby Lance Archer... At this My first note is youth. Yeah. He looks a third the size that he is now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Apollo, and I was like, I only remember Apollo because he was in a team with Sonny Siaki. Then Sonny Siaki walks out in a neck brace <laughs> and then just leaves. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so neither of these teams are like teams. I don't know what we're doing here. And... Guys, I don't think anyone in the match knew what they were doing here either. Nope. And this is one of the first times where I remember, like, when I rewatched this, I was like, oh, wow, yeah, Monty Brown really was green as shit because he's, pun intended here, fumbling around (laughs) a lot. And everyone else in this match is way more experienced than he is at this point, or at least comparable or whatever. And they are all calling shit to him, like... Furiously. (laughs) Yeah, like... There's so much shit where it's like somebody will like duck their head like they're looking to get, you know, kicked up or whatever and he just grabs them for an Irish whip and just a lot of weird awkward yeah. Hey, what the fuck are you doing moments like Dakota and I went a very long time without saying anything while this match was happening. Like we were having conversation this, is... this whole time and then we just were like watching the match waiting yeah. for something at all to happen. Um this was too long. It was too long. It was too slow. It was clunky. Like, Billy Gunn, no matter what anyone says, Billy Gunn's one of the greatest tag wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, watching this, I'm like, he had to have just put all of this shit together and nobody had a fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's weird because I feel like Lance Archer is only trying to, like, get his shit in. Apollo is as generic as can fucking be. Sure is. He is uh, sugar flakes, not to be confused with frosted flakes level fucking bland here. Corn flakes. Corn not flakes. Even sugar flakes. Yes. There will be no sugar. Yeah. That's uh, not good. 
is what I'm saying. <laughs> so at some point, Monty has someone yes. by the ropes. Yes. Bill Gunn goes to kick them. They move. He yes. kicks Monty. Yes. And then Bill Gunn says, and I and I'm and I cannot stress this to you enough. Okay. Something. Dakota and I spent. Ten minutes trying to decipher what the fuck he said. I remember the spot. I have no idea what you're talking about. Here's this is the these are the different options we got. Jeez, I'm kidding now. Jeez, I'm kicking out. Jeez, I'm king now. Jeez, I'm kick out. <laughs> we slowed it down, and the closest that we have is jeez, I'm kid gal. I have no clue what he said. But we wanted so badly to know because it seemed like it was an important thing. Do you think it was something like performance related or is he like just screaming a spot? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Somebody rolls him up, right? Is that what happens there? Yeah. Jeez, I'm kick out. Jeez, I'm kicking out is one of them. Jeez, I, maybe kicking. that's one of them. I, dude, next time I'm in the ring and somebody hooks a leg, jeez, I'm kicking out! <laughs> Uh, I don't know what he said. We reround it so many times. Uh, yeah, that that was something. What did? What's the time on this one? Do you have that? First, I will say. Oh, okay. My next note says, "Here's why I hate the pounce." Okay. It is such an undefined collision. Yeah. It's no defined point of contact. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's enough to put someone down for for a three count. Motherfucker played football in the NFL. Spear. You don't spear. That makes in more. That makes more sense. Spearing is illegal in football. Clothesline. <laughs> Clotheslining is illegal in football. Just a jumping John Cena shoulder tackle. Mm. I like the pound. This okay. This is a pro wrestling. We don't have to you have see that football clip of, rules. You ever see that clip of? No, I'm saying that it makes sense for him because he came from that world of football. I understand that. You ever see that clip of uh, Keith Lee pouncing motherfuckers out of the ring? Yeah. And. You know, tell me that sucks too. It's a, it's a neat spot. God damn it! God damn I can't. It. I will not abide by it being a finish. I stand by anything that's executed well and built well and sold well can be a finish. There are worse finishes. Road Dog was in the opener. That's right. Uh, nine minutes and fifty-eight seconds. Oh wow! If you'd told me fifteen, I would have bought. I literally <laughs> read it. <laughs> Felt like fifteen. Holy shit. I can't believe this was less than ten minutes. Unbelievable! That's yeah, I know. Staggering to me. It felt so long. Yeah. So then we've got a promo in the back with Team Canada, featuring Tracy Brooks. Science is in session, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, Bob Rude. Uh, wait, what were you talking about? Youth? Yeah, dude. That like <laughs> I was watching this, being like, the trajectory for these guys. Yeah. Because we got Bobby Rude, Eric Young. Uh, Petey Williams, and then A1. No, not the steak sauce. <laughs> now, Bob Rude signed routinely on television, teaming with Dolph Ziggler, of all people. Yep. Eric Young leaves, goes to WWE, comes back, is prominently featured still for Impact. Yep. Petey Williams appears sporadically for Impact, is at, in and out of wrestling, seemingly at the drop of a hat. A1 vanished. Yeah. Probably at the back of the shelf somewhere behind Worcestershire. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, like, just weird, weird shit. Um, 
My note here just says so hokey. Oh, because it's the whole like we're from Canada that makes us better. Yeah, yeah. Inferior. It's like yeah, this is it's whatever. Got to. Uh, <laughs> coming up next up, we've got Petey Williams versus Chris Saban. Did you notice they played Abyss's theme? I for loved Petey? it. I laughed so hard. Unbelievable. I, I had seen this on Botchamania and I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm watching it, it goes from the promo thing and I just hear dun dun dun, dun and I was like, oh fuck yeah, Abyss, because I I'd forgotten you know Abyss <laughs> was even on the show. <laughs> yeah. And then Petey Williams halfway up the tunnel just turns and looks and does that whole like what the fuck like throws his hands up and then just comes out anyway. I love it. They don't start playing his like it's the also it was just the Canadian national anthem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't start playing it till he's like at the ring, and I notice that that like the the commentary team are very much talking a lot right now. While the you know what I mean, it's yeah. like they're trying to get someone in the sound truck just hit stop. Like, <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it. The hand motion he makes is the same as the goddamn it, uh, Daniel Craig doing the. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Yeah, it's yeah. just that, like, yeah. just what the fuck, guys. Uh, this was fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was power bomb reversed into a DDT. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. A Petey Williams at one point. So they do this thing where like jumps off the ropes, drop kick to the back. Yes, like, as he comes up. Dakota and I determined that this can only be described as the reverse flying nothing. He didn't put an elbow up. He just jumped up and took the drop kick. Okay. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the pace on this was wild, too. Also, like, they... Oh, they made, they mentioned on commentary that this was not the original match. Mm. It was supposed to be Saban versus Shocker who was a big deal in Mexico, and he was working for TNA at the time, you know, whatever. Okay. And basically, they... I liked this, even though I'm like, how much of this is real? Because if it's 100%, then I like it even more. Mike Tanay's like, AAA changed Shocker's booking last night. He was deep in the Yucatan Peninsula. So travel from there to Florida was just logistically impossible. There's no way to fly there and make it in time. And I'm like, I want to know... How much of that's legit, or if it's just that he fucking missed his flight? I almost... I want it to be the first option. I do, too. I would awesome. love that. And like, But I like that they're just kind of like, yo, we know we said this is happening, that ain't happening, this is the replacement. <laughs> also, having seen several Shocker matches, this was a fucking better match. Yeah. Because um, at one point he did a wheelbarrow flip-through face buster and looked yeah. like goddamn hell. Yeah, this was also... There was a running razor's edge into the buckle that brutal. looked like absolute murder. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Also, what a world it was when only one guy did the Destroyer. Yeah. And no one kicked out. Unbelievable. What a time to be alive. It was objectively better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saban gets his eyes raked, grabs the ref up for the cradle shock, Yeah. feels the pants, uh-huh. and then sets him down. Brilliant. Brilliant. Just so smart. See, like, that's the stuff that I loved about TNA in this era, where it was like, okay, you guys, you you can do good things. Yeah. But then you also give us so many fucking turds to deal with as well. Like, like that's something where it's like, you would have never thought about it that way. I wouldn't have thought about it that way. Yeah. But goddamn, is that smart. I love it. 
And then it also makes every other wrestler that's ever done something like that when their eyes are raked or whatever an idiot. Because, yeah, oh, I grabbed this guy by the shirt. Well, the guy I'm fighting is not wearing a shirt. I'm going to punch you, motherfucker. Certain things they can get away with, like, my PC finally shut up. Holy fucking shit. Awesome. The bitch um, fell off. <laughs> um, certain things like Kane. Right. Gets his eyes raked or mask moved, grabs for a choke slam. Feasibly, you couldn't right, yeah, feel the shirt. Right, right. But there are so many people that, like, grab the shirt or get him up in a fireman's carry. I'm like, how do you not feel slacks, right. dude? Or that that guy's significantly smaller than the yeah, yeah. bodybuilder you've been yeah, punching. Exactly. But just brilliant. I love it. Uh, yeah, this 12 34. Wow, so this is the longest match so far? So yeah. far, yes. Yeah. Uh, I dug it. Um, so, was it who who is up here? Saban won, right? Yeah, Saban wins uh, with the Cradle Shock, I think. I think so. Yeah. Then Matt Bentley returns. Matt Bentley, who's the cousin of Shawn Michaels and is the misprinted Wish version of Shawn Michaels. Uh, yeah. I think he was like rumored to be getting signed because he had been mm. gone for a couple months. Hence his weird promo. Okay, like, I'm back. You know, I'm home. Whatever. Super kick, super kick. Yeah. Next pay per view, we're doing Ultimate X. Because back then, Ultimate X was still kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I I love Ultimate X. So do I. I think it's dope. Awesome concept. Mm-hmm. And th- and then TNA went and TNA it. And just <laughs> hoarded out and bastardized it to where it's like, oh, we're doing another one. Yeah. Like, but I think that's just something that all wrestling does, really. Yeah. Basically. Next, we've got Abyss versus suicidal, homicidal, genocidal, death-defying Sabu. Mm-hmm. Let's talk Abyss first. Thank you. Abyss fucking rules. Dude, so good. I fucking love Abyss. Uh, for those of you listening that don't know, I had a Monsters Ball match with Abyss. And fucking ruled. Mm-hmm. And he's awesome. I'm and really he's... upset that I didn't put on my steel toes today. <laughs> you should be. Your feet are badly damaged now. Uh, Why did it have to be my feet? <laughs> Why did it have to be my foot? Um, Abyss rules. Yeah. He's so fucking good. He's so smart. Uh, he is the nicest guy, likes the party. Hell yeah. Remembers everything. Okay. Like a a near Rain Man-esque level memory for shit. Hmm. I was on another show with him in North Dakota, like way after the the one the match that we had. Yeah. Remembered me out of the, just, hey buddy, how you doing? I saw you in the sat- I was like, holy shit. Because like, a lot of those guys, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't remember people. Yeah. And I'm nobody. So I was like, holy yeah. shit, bud. Like, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I don't have a bad thing to say about the guy. Love him. Uh, Just a fucking gargantuan man. Big as shit. Holy fuck. Uh, him paired with Father James Mitchell here, a.k.a. Sinister Minister, also of ECW fame. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. I thought they were perfect together. Uh, so they come out, they make this thing a no-DQ match. Which I find interesting based on some other things on the show. There he goes again. Oh, there's your, there's your PC making that noise. Uh, but it's like, okay, this is kind of what this match should be. Yeah. Like, Abyss and Sabu can't have a good wrestling match. No like, way. W- with all, no disrespect. Sabu could, couldn't have a good wrestling match. 
especially at this point. Like, I'm I, I'm not gonna yeah. argue this. Uh, but uh, have I ever told you I hate Sabu? I, I've heard rumors. Okay. We'll get um, there. I thought this was a good car crash match. Yeah, it's fair enough. I think it's one of the better Sabu matches. That's in, probably in, fair. In the you know what lexicon? Okay, so Sabu does this thing when they're circling up at the beginning of this match, like eight times. They're circling up, and he'll just turn his back on Abyss and point to the sky. Yeah. Does his taunt. Why doesn't Abyss just beat the fuck out of him? I'm going to tell you this. If he did it multiple times, I think he was trying to get him to do something. Like, Sabu is one of those guys that would try to, like, teach in ring like that. Yeah. The dumb shit. Well, Seb- Abyss didn't take the bait. He tried... Okay, I swear to God he was trying to do the made you look. Because then they were face-to-face uh-huh. and he's going... Like oh, that. okay. I swear to God he was trying to make him do the made you look. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of notes on this. Uh, the shock treatment's a cool fucking move. Sit down backbreaker thing. Um, so this, okay, this is another thing. I really okay. like this, actually. I like this a lot. This is another thing. This was so funny to me. I'm watching this match with uh-huh. Dakota. And I go, you know, despite his best efforts, and no sooner should I start that, Sabu fucks up. What did he fuck up? The putting up the table. <laughs> putting the table up at all. <laughs> I don't remember this. He, okay, so he's setting up the table, and I'm thinking to myself, he's not fucking up here. And I wanted to say, my full sentence that I was going to say, despite Sabu's best efforts, he's not fucking up. <laughs> and as I say, I I didn't even get past well, the word How did he fuck efforts. up? Like, did the table just break or what? He, he put the legs out uh-huh. and then flipped it over, and then it just... <laughs> Fell down. I'm like, oh my god. Hmm. The he, the universe does not want me to compliment Sabu. I mean, the, he's fucked up way worse than that. I'm not gonna argue that at all. Okay. Uh, we did get that cool belly to belly spot though, right? Where yeah. Abyss is like seated on the ropes and just hugs that him was, over. That was dope. That, yeah, that was that was fun shit. The only thing that really <laughs> I have a note here that just says Sabu is an idiot. Um, I don't know why. Um. Sabu really likes jumping off of a chair. Yeah. He can't do anything without jumping off a chair first. <laughs> Jump off chair, Irish whip. one of his things. Jump off the chair, Irish whip. I'm surprised I didn't see it. Uh, well, it bleeds into the finish, which I thought the finish of this was fantastic. Yeah. Because he does actually chair to top rope and performs a perfect 180. Jumps off looking for the DDT. Caught in midair, black hole slam into the tax finish. Yeah, that is really good. Yeah, I'm surprised dope. he didn't fuck it up. And also, it's I am just too. clear to me that all of Sabu's offense hurts himself more than his opponent. Fuck Sabu. 11 minutes, 30 seconds. God damn it. Uh, I, I loved it. Sabu. I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I think this is one of My last note matches. on this match is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It says actually pretty good. But it, I, I, it will not make me like Sabu. You don't have to. Uh, so then... We've got Jeff Hardy versus Bob Roode mm-hmm. in 2005. Yeah. A match that I'm almost certain has happened in 2021. Yeah. I know it has. Like, holy shit. That's kind of awesome, though, when, it, you, when you speak I mean, to the longevity, yeah, is, longevity yeah. of the performer. It's, I, I'm not even, I'm really not knocking it. I'm just kind of like, fuck, dude. Um, yeah. Jeff Hardy is timeless. Yeah. Like, really he has had the same, with with a few changes, like, not even what I would call big ones, 
the same look, the same character, the mm-hmm. same style. I think he's wearing the same fucking pants. <laughs> yeah. Same boots. Yep. Like, but it's... He's, and it's never gotten stale. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. He's still... He's one of the most over guys in WWE right now. Yeah. Like, the crowd still just absolutely fucking loves him. Mm-hmm. But it's that... What I think is weird is, if you knew a Jeff Hardy in real life, you'd fucking hate that guy. <laughs> you think so? Okay, hear me out. Okay. You know what? You're going to have to put your own spin on it just due to age difference. Okay. When I was in high school, the Hardys, like, the baggy pants, the uh, uh, stringy, different colored hair. Yeah. You know, the kind of tattoo thing. Like, that was a look. That is not a look anymore. Fair enough. If I saw somebody from that time period still dressing that way, like, dude, I don't even dye my hair anymore. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I have a pair of Jinkos that I bought ironically. <laughs> like, that that's come and gone. Yeah. But if you knew somebody in real life that was still stuck like that, like, for you, okay, like, whatever the style was when you would have been, like, say, junior high. Right? Mm-hmm. It's probably not the style now. Maybe, yeah. I, um, I don't think style has changed uh, that much. It got to then. a point where it sucked, and now it just sucks. Well, listen, man. I graduated awesome. from high school three years ago. Fuck not you. like 30. Shut up. Um, <laughs> it's not that. Graduate 30 years of each shit. Um, I didn't say you did. I'm just saying. <laughs> I haven't graduated high school long enough ago for styles to change within the five Anyways, years. my point is that like, if you knew a guy in real life that was like, whatever he was doing at the age of 20, that was it, and now yeah. he's 40, okay, you'd be yeah, like, yeah. bub. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I get you. I didn't really like this match, though. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. We're kind of agreeing here. So far. I like it. So far, yeah. Uh, nine minutes, seven seconds. Just, uh, there was an awkward stall before the flatliner out of nowhere. It was just awkward. Jeff is the first and only man in history to hit the flying nothing. I'm convinced. <laughs> it happened in this match. No one has done it before or since. But, anyway. Why did Jeff was... Jarrett on this show despite him not having a match? Yeah. Uh... So then after this, we have this ridiculous tag thing. Yeah. So it's supposed to be Shelly teaming with Sean Waltman, a.k.a. X-Pac. Mm-hmm. X-Pac doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. Which he just no-showed. Yeah. Like, I, I don't remember if this was, like, during one of his bouts of alcoholism or what, but, like, yeah. he, he, he no-showed the show. Mm-hmm. Then it's The Naturals. Team Canada, right? Yeah. And am I forgetting another team? America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted. That's right. Yeah. So this is also a fun little grab bag to be like, where are they now? Mm-hmm. So Team Canada here would have been Eric Young and A1? Yes. We've talked yes. On about Eric Young. We've talked about A1. Mm-hmm. The Naturals... Andy Douglas is long retired. Chase Stevens is still slumming it up in, like, Kentucky and some other Tennessee. Still working some indie shows. 
Uh, I don't know why I said slumming it up. That that's had, <laughs> that did that had very negative. It really did. It's like I, I don't know why I said it that way. I just always see him on like <laughs> random fucking flyers for shit in the south. Uh, the America's Most Wanted. So, well, Wildcat Chris Harris became Braden Walker, and mm-hmm. he'll bash your brains in. Yeah. Uh, and then James Storm is still working. Where? He was in Impact recently. Hmm. Interesting. And then he he does indies. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, uh, James Storm had that one match in NXT. It was supposed to get signed, and AJ Styles' theme music was originally intended for him. Did you know that? I did know that. Wild. What a better suit for it, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, AJ Styles is better for it. Not. Yeah. 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 I follow you. Um. Uh, uh, and then Alex Shelley, who came to the ring wearing baggy pants, and I was like, I don't remember him working. In <laughs> yeah, those. yeah. But then he's not working in them. Yeah, it's just some sort of entrance pants. Yeah. Uh, but this is also like a Chris Candido Memorial Tag Tournament Cup Finals thing, and somehow in the course of this match, Candido's someone in his family gets in and tags <laughs> in, so now he's with Shelley, and then yeah. he immediately loses. Yeah. Which I was watching this like. One this this match is bad. I fucking hated this. Really? I really hated it. Okay. I didn't hate it. It was fine. I was just bored. I was I was up for Alex Shelley. Yeah. And then when he got eliminated by not being pinned, I I wrote down if I were Shelley, I'd be pissed. I did not ask you to get in the ring and become my partner. It, but it's also... Just for you to immediately lose. But don't you think it's kind of shitty that they're like, yeah, this is the finals of this thing where we memorialize Chris Candido, your family member who died. Oh, family member gets in the ring, immediately loses. That's also, yeah. Like... But also, why not just have it come down to two teams? Why do four? I don't know. I, I genuinely don't. Why Why not find any other person on earth to team with Shelly? And just do your fucking four match. I don't. I don't know. I really don't. So, Eric Young has the smoothest small package of all time in this in this match. It okay. is so good. <laughs> don't recall that. Um, um, the rest. It was just eighteen oh one. Jimmy Hart's out here. Eighteen oh one. Yeah. Dude, that that seems right because I was like, this is going on. <laughs> and, on. and on and on and on. Yeah. Jimmy Hart's out here. Fucking. Just being Jimmy Hart. I don't like Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm only now realizing, small spoiler, there's a handful of people on this show that are on the next show that we're reviewing tonight, too. Stay tuned, because on that one, we're bringing the heat. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, next up we have Heavyweight Championship Match, Champion Raven versus Challenger Rhino. Mm-hmm. When I watched this live, I was like... Set up straight because I was like, "Holy shit, the X the X Division titles going on last." That had never happened before. Yeah. Okay. So okay. at the time, that was kind of a big deal, and also at the time, Chris Daniels had held it for like six months, which at that point was the longest reign. They mentioned that on yeah. commentary. Yeah. So I was like, "Holy shit, that's awesome." Um, yeah, Rhino and Raven. Yeah. Little ECW reunion. Got to. You. Uh, Rhino's awesome. I love Rhino. Just fantastic. Um, so I, I thought it was interesting that they had two hardcore matches on this show. And mm. 
not that much. Like, there's two matches in between them. You know what I mean? So, I thought that was kind of odd. Um, but also, both matches are better because they're hardcore matches. Yeah. Like, I think Rhino and Raven can have a perfectly fine match. Yeah, that's but fair. But it's definitely helped by the plunder. So, at some point, uh, I don't know, it might have been during the recap or whatever of the feud or something. Someone says, Rhino gores Raven at Sacrifice. And for some reason, my first thought was a rhino gored a raven as a <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> like a literal rhino. Uh, I remember I once asked uh, a group of my friends, if you could see any two animals fight, what would you want to see? And so like, you get like, y- you know, a, a polar bear and a shark, or you know, yeah. like your classic like good answers. And uh, one of my buddies just goes, an elephant and a trout. And I laughed <laughs> so fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought this was fun. It, it was it was pretty fucking good. I have a note here that just says, I don't care for Don West. Okay. Um, I don't remember Raven doing the ankle lock. I don't remember it happening in this match. It, at least twice. <laughs> like, just, I have no re- recollection of this. Uh, I thought these guys were, like, working hard. There's... what? Oh, Rhino goes through this fucking ladder. Yeah. Gets powerbombed onto it, and it just crumples. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I liked was, um, it's nice to see gimmicks in a major wrestling show that are clearly, like, actual... Th- like, you watch a WWE pay-per-view, you, you see the ladders see, yeah. come out. Yeah. You can't buy those fucking things, you know what yeah. I mean? But this, I was like, that ladder still has the little, like, step... Uh, thing at the top for like paint cans and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, good shit. I, overall, I, I dug it. Um, it's perfectly fine. I, the the only thing I hated, they started with weapons in their hands. Yeah, and then both dropped them and then started hitting each other. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, there was some weird shit where Raven was just like lightly tapping him with cookie sheets. <laughs> and I was like, what? What? what yeah, are you doing? Yeah. Um, it makes a it makes a loud noise. You see, it looked so completely inoffensive. That's why I don't like light tubes. Is because you hit people that lightly and they burst. They make a loud noise. Sure, it's a loud noise, but it doesn't look like you're swinging with any intensity. Also, it's well documented that they don't hurt. That's that too, but yeah, I wasn't even gonna get into yeah. that. <laughs> um, fucking uh, uh, oh, I have a note here. It just says I love how this is like a big budget indie show. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, the shopping cart spot was cool. Didn't get it as much as the original. I, yeah, the original he, he wanted it. The so original bad is, too. is better. Yeah, it looked like it hurt more though that it, because it stopped. Yeah, had to have. Um, that was solid. Uh, another Jeff Jarrett run in though. Yeah, I said again, why Jarrett? Mm. Just why? I'm now. running this show. I have to be on there every single match. I come here. I get in my gear. I'm gooing some run-ins. Uh, now, here we oh, wait. Sorry. Huh? Fourteen minutes, twenty-eight seconds. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That seems about right. Um, my next note. Do you know what my next note says, Tom? Go on. Are you sure you don't want to t- say what your next note is? No, no. After you, sir. The floor is yours. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These guys, all three of them, at this point, they're firing on all cylinders. Yeah. 
Not that this was... I don't think this was any three of the... I don't think this was the peak for any of them. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I think that at this point, they were just like... Everything was clicking. Let's uh, do, let's do tra- trajectory for all of these folks in this match. Sure. You know it better than I do, but I, I think... Joe would uh, eventually become X Division champion. He would eventually become world champion. Yeah. He would be TNA tag he champion. He would eventually... Kill Scott Steiner. He would kill Scott Steiner and try to kill the rest of the main event mafia. Two! Yeah, yeah. Two! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he had a pretty good long run there. Yeah. Uh, did a lot of different shit. And then he leaves. Brief little tour on the Indies. Goes to NXT. Becomes, I think, the first two-time and then eventually first three-time NXT champion on a long enough time run. Mm-hmm. Goes to the main roster. I'm not going to say he has a great run on the main roster, but he was U.S. champ. Yep. He had a quick squash match with Ray Mania. Uh, so Joe is one of those guys who's wrestled at Bound for Glory. Wrestle King- I think he wrestled for... Rest- yeah, he would have been at Wrestle Kingdom one year. Wrestle Kingdom and WrestleMania. Uh, makes his money, has a good run for over a year as a commentator. Yep. And now... Who the fuck knows where he's at? He was the NXT champion, and yeah. then he had to relinquish it due to injury. Due to that injury. Is the last we've heard. Yeah. So now he's getting paid to do nothing. Yeah. You think it I don't think he's released. I think he's still under contract there. I was just saying, you think it's not a real injury? I thought it was. No, I don't... Th- I, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I just... I didn't think it was. I thought that was just a very convenient, oh, we're rebranding NXT. Let's just take that belt off of you there, Joe. That maybe very maybe well, it is. They very well could be. It may I, be. I, I it may thought be. it was a real injury. Well, I mean, it may be. I have no evidence of my theory here. Uh, AJ goes on to be one of the biggest stars in TNA company history. Yep. Leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember very vividly the storyline of him leaving, too. Great storyline. Yep. Leaves. Beats the ever-living shit out of me. Becomes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> becomes the IWGP heavyweight champion. In, I think, his first match in New Japan after leaving TNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, tears it up on the Indies. Goes back to Ring of Honor. Tears it up in Ring of Honor. Has an all-time bad match at PWG with Brian Myers. Uh, really? Holy shit, it's awful. Oh, I must seek this out Dude, now. Brian Myers is the only person to get a bad match out of AJ, and it's horrid. Oh, no. It, like, And it's not for the, that crowd. Holy shit, they... They do not like it. Uh, Oof. Goes to the WWE, has one of the best debuts of probably, what, the last 20 years? Yeah. Didn't has a 10-year career in four years, and then... I think, math- at one point, mathematically, it spent more time in the WWE as a champion than he had spent as not. Yep. That man... Yeah. 2016 was his, his debut probably. in, in um, WWE. Right. Because it was Royal Rumble 2016. Yep. He has... It's 2021. Yeah. Five years. It seems like he's been there for fucking ever, because he's done everything. It's unbelievable. He was main eventing... He debuted at the Rumble. He was main eventing pay-per-views by Backlash, because it was him and Roman. Yeah. And that match, by the way, if you haven't gone back and rewatched it, guys, do yourselves a favor. It's so good. Hell yeah. Uh, He's world champion by the end of 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes over John Cena. Like, yeah. it, you know, is a U.S. champion, or continental champ, a tag champ, 
has a year-long run with the WWE title. Yeah. Is now one of the, like, the top ten longest-reigning champions of all time. I think mm-hmm. he surpassed Savage and one of Hogan's runs. Yeah, him and Omos at uh, the WrestleMania 37. Yep. That was when he became a Grand Slam champion, yep. finally. So, Grand Slam champion. In both TNA and WWE. Just the mo- one of the most decorated wrestlers ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. Uh, Chris Daniels. Sticks around in TNA, bounces back and forth between TNA and Ring of Honor for a while, eventually leaves TNA, f- ultimately does become Ring of Honor champion, mm. which was awesome and such a good match. He beats Adam Cole for it. Okay. And Cole's on his way out. Okay. So good. Uh, eventually drops it to Cody. Uh, then now works for AEW. Is one yeah. of the first tag champs in AEW. Yeah, because the first tag team was him and Scorpio Sky who won the tag belts. Okay, yeah. So he's one of the inaugural champs there, a world champion, Ring of Honor, multi-time X Division and tag champion TNA. Has basically his entire career, it seems, only worked with his friends. And is still awesome. Yeah, and has like an office job in AEW as well. Just so good. Uh, He, Daniels is one of those guys that will never get the credit he deserves. Yeah. And that sucks. Like, not just for being good in ring, but, like, great psychology. He's such... He's a great promo. Nobody ever talks about how good he is at promos. Okay. Uh, I was at a Ring of Honor show where he was, like, done, like, for a good long while. And he has this match with um, Eric Stevens. They go to a time limit draw, like, 15-minute time limit draw. And Stevens says the, like, five more minutes thing, and Daniels gets on the mic and says, Do you want five more minutes? Does Chicago want five more minutes? Hell No. And they boo, and he goes, let me explain something to you people. You are witnessing the Christopher Daniels farewell tour. It starts the moment I walk out of this ring, and it ends the moment I get to that curtain. I am done with this place. And I'm like sitting in the crowd going, what the fuck? He's just, he's leaving? And he goes, he's like, I'm here wrestling four corner scramble matches, mid-card matches against guys like Eric Stevens. If I win or lose, I don't go up or down the card. When was the last time I was even given an opportunity to earn a championship match? Mm. And I'm like, this is fucking dope. And he goes, uh, it was one of my favorite lines. He goes, and you people, you gave up on me. Why? I never gave up on you. And he he goes, was it TNA? And they start booing. And he goes, when TNA pulled me from this place because of my contract, I fought tooth and nail for over 18 months to come back here. And I did it, and I get met with roaring apathy. And I was like, holy shit, this is dope. And he goes, I make a six-figure income in TNA. I cannot feed my family on five-star ratings, and this is awesome chance. It's so, It was Dude, so good. And then he so was gone. Good. He was gone. That was it. It's amazing. That was on, like, fourth on that show. Oh, my <laughs> like, that God. Was it. That's so good. It was fucking incredible. Um, but let's talk about this match. This match fucking rules. It's so fantastic. It's one of the best so triple good. threats of all time. Yep. Um, if you watch and watch them calling stuff... Um, They're having full-on conversations. Just fucking dialogue. Dude, <laughs> it's a fucking... Uh, going back to Daniels being a great promo in the hype video for this, where he says, my heart has six sides and it beats TNA. TNA. I was like, mm-hmm. that's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. everyone in this looks good. They all have their own characters. They all have their own styles and shit. Like, uh, great. Just the the match, the pace is awesome. So you and me had talked about this. They jumped the gun on the finish. But the pay-per-view still had to go for like another few minutes. 
Mm. So the finish was supposed to be where Daniels kicks the exhibition belt into Joe's head. They were that was going to be their finish, their go home. Okay. There was a miscommunication on the time cue, so they thought they had to go home. Then okay. it's like, no, we need like another, I don't know, seven minutes. <laughs> so that's why, the, like, if you ever go back and rewatch this again and you look for that, dude, there's a lot of like Joe is laying there going, oh, "What dude, are we yeah. doing? Whatever, you know, blah blah blah." I noticed that Daniels. The, the ultimate ring general is just putting Joe and AJ where he needs them to do shit to eat up time and then calls the finish. Amazing. Like, what ended it, up being the finish? I forgot what it was. Goes uh, One of the sequences, him and AJ had done this a thousand times. Yeah. He goes for the angel wings. No, AJ in essence back drops him but holds on. Yeah. So the arms are trapped. One, two, three. Yeah. Now I remember. 2256. Uh... Just it and it's twenty two minutes, almost twenty three minutes of pure, fucking awesomeness. Yeah, it's so good. It's just fantastic shit. There's some good innovative stuff. Yep, I like the opening spot where they're just using Daniels as a fucking kick bag, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, which I think was a callback to a, a low key match in Ring of Honor, but uh, AJ shooter to the outside. Yeah. Joe hits his over-the-top dive. Mm-hmm. Fucking AJ does the spiral tap onto both of them. Uh, Have I ever told you that the spiral tap is my favorite top rope maneuver? Crazy shit. It's so good. Yeah. Um, this one looks especially painful for everyone involved. Just thuds into them. Everyone involved. Fucking, so, it is worth noting that this was the first and, to my knowledge, only match in TNA slash Impact history to get five stars mm. from everyone's favorite Uncle Dave Meltzer. Mm. Great. Yeah. Totally. I, that's five, I love it's it. It's a five-star match. It's so Absolutely. good. Absolutely a five-star match. Um, so, that's that. Uh, I watched the show for free on YouTube. So did I. Uh... Would you recommend? I would recommend to to seek out the main event, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would recommend the whole show. It might be interesting. I said it'd be interesting, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I I probably wouldn't. Um, I'm kind of with you, but like for me, there's there's to me, it's a light recommend on the show. Yeah, yeah. But a hard recommend on that main event. Yeah, it's not one where I'd be... It's not one where I'm, I'm like, if you watch this main event, do not watch the rest of the rest of the show. It's not like that. Right, right, right. If you watch the rest of the show, it'll be... To me, to me, I'd go... Especially if you watch the entire show after listening to this podcast, you can fast forward through most of the shit that's on the undercard here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely watch Sabu and Abyss. I would definitely watch... Uh, Raven and um, if you could Rhino. please tell me what Billy Gunn says to Monty Brown. Oh yeah, please. Like, if you guys can decipher it, it is confounding. <laughs> uh, there was a <laughs> a young John Moxley on a an Evolve show, and somebody like puts a microphone in his face to like interview him about something after a match. And me and Cage were like, bef- it was a very similar thing. We we're like, yeah. what the fuck did he say? <laughs> and so like we rewound it a bunch of times because he's like mumbling for some reason, and it sounds like he says, "I started the Holocaust," <laughs> which there's no way that's what it is because that would, yeah. you know, but because he's just started the Holocaust, and it's like, what the <laughs> f- huh? Like, um, but uh, 
Yeah, like to me, this is a light recommend on the show, hard recommend on the main. There was something. Oh, uh, Saban and Petey. Yeah, you, you watch the shit yeah. out of that. Um, yeah, you know, there's some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, so, it's been a little while. Let's let's plug stuff. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at Wowed Podcast. Follow Braden on Twitter at Jane underscore QD. Yeah. Uh, follow Zao Alive. Follow St. Louis Anarchy. Follow Journey Pro. Um, follow RCCW. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> RPW, Rocket Pro Wrestling. Yeah, we, which yeah. I, I know we've talked about it before, but like we're going there uh, day after tomorrow at the time of this recording. Wild stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember if I have anything else coming up. Uh, Oh, uh, follow me on Snapchat. How about that? I'll okay. plug my Snapchat. Bitter Lunatic. Uh, yeah. A lot of cooking. A lot of gym stuff. <laughs> a lot of me bitching about dumb shit. Um, yeah. Um, I will say, though, I do want to get some more TNA on the fuckboard. Test and Albert? <laughs> no. Managed by Trish Stratus? No. Tits and ass? No. You're only now getting this joke? All right. Uh... Yeah, I want to get some yeah. more TNA on there. Yeah, because for sure. This it is, is interesting to delve into different companies. Yes. And I want to get some 2009 in there because it's just peak stupidity. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. So, like, I picked this show, and again, a small teaser for the next week's show, guys. I picked the next one, too. And when I was asked why, I said, I think the show's funnier when we're angry. Mm-hmm. So. That's a well, great teaser, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, this was fun. This one, yeah. I, I don't think we delved in. I don't think we got to Anger Town really. There no, wasn't yeah. anything. There wasn't anything on this that was so bad that I was like, "Fuck." Uh, Sabu is on the show, but and he still got a, a passing grade from you. D plus is a passing grade. D minus is still a passing grade. My statement stands. <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, we appreciate you. Uh, I have found my second wind. I'm ready to I fucking record more. We're bringing the rage on this next one. And then I'm going to go to bed angry like a healthy <laughs> individual. Like a real American. I am a real American. He doesn't use that theme. Fight for the rights of every man. Fight for your life! Lord, are we-